Welcome to Badass Mind and Body. I'm your host, Jesse Wallace, also known as The Bubbly Badass. As a fitness professional, my goal is to empower you through an inspiring message, share intentional conversations with guests, and give you educational tips on how to optimize your lifestyle through a holistic approach to fitness and wellness. My mission is to help you understand how to connect and build a badass mind and body. Let's get to work. Welcome back, everyone. This is my next solo episode on the podcast. Today, we are diving into chaos and how to find peace and calm within the chaos. Today, we'll discuss practices of what you can do when you're in a moment of chaos or overwhelm and how to find that calm. And we will also talk about how to prevent yourself from getting in those chaotic situations in the first place and kind of stopping them in the tracks before it goes too far into maybe, I don't know, a panic attack. (laughs) I was once the queen of chaos, which I'll dive into in a second, but with these practices, it has helped me a lot in my life to find calm. Now I crave calm. I once thrived and also died in a state of chaos. (laughs) Chaos once felt like home and now I crave calm. A lot of what I'm going to share is a little bit about my story, but I also am going to back a lot of these facts and practices by other sources and professionals. I will always advocate for therapy. I go to therapy. Therapy has helped me a ton. I also was raised by a guidance counselor. Thanks, mom. I know a lot of us, we are so used to go, 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 do, 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 do. And the society asks a lot of us. The society asks us to juggle a lot of things, multiple jobs, wear multiple hats, And it can be overwhelming. It can be overstimulating. I am easily overstimulated all the time. If music is too loud for too long, it really starts to give me a headache and I get overstimulated. If there's too many people in a room, you know, we all can get a little bit of anxiety. Uh, For me, it just depends. I have a threshold and I know where that threshold is for me. According to good old dictionary.com, the definition of chaos is a state of utter confusion or disorder, a total lack of organization or order. And the antonym for chaos or antonyms are order, peace, and calm. Hence why we are going to talk about finding calm today. So did you know that you can actually be addicted to chaos? Because chaos brings us all these little chemicals in our body and we get addicted to the chemicals that it gives us. Learn this in therapy because my therapist called me out. <laughs> um, but yes, that is that is once me. Um, a lot of us, we might identify ourselves by being a chaotic person, juggling a lot of things, and it starts to become part of our identity. We just think that we're this person. We're this person that's, oh, well, I always have to be doing something. Oh, well, I'm an entrepreneur and I I can't not do anything. There's always something to do. And we can actually be running away from other things by thriving in chaos. It's because we are hiding from other things that we don't want to address and they're suppressing in our subconscious. You can look this up. Um, And a lot of it too comes from our upbringing. So from our childhood, if we lived in a chaotic home, that's why chaos can feel like home. It just feels like our normal. It feels like our baseline, but we don't realize how much that baseline of chaos is actually affecting our body on a physiological level and maybe causing us other issues within it. 
we start to build a tolerance for chaos, which I do believe that we need some sort of tolerance for chaos, especially in this world. We, we can't just be hiding all of the time. But again, it's finding that threshold. Of course, all the cultural pressures and capitalism, they want us to be producers and generators and constantly making, producing things. Go, 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 as I mentioned. So what is chaos and what does it feel like? Chaos is overstimulation, overwhelm, distraction, which then can lead to anxiety and many other issues. <laughs> but on a more physiological level, chaos induces more of a chronic fear state in our brains, constant fight or flight mode, so our sympathetic nervous system. And a lot of us get stuck there. We get stuck in our sympathetic nervous system, which then can cause a lot of other issues within our body, including muscle tension. It affects our sleep, our brain gut communication, which can lead to pain, bloating, changes in the gut bacteria, which then affects our brain. So everything is all connected. And I, hence the name of this podcast, Badass Mind and Body, because I have studied and learned a lot in the last few years how much the brain and body are connected. And a lot of my personal issues with um, my gut health actually did stem from anxiety, from overworking, and from not enough calm in my life. I constantly was bloated. I did have some muscle tension that wasn't too, too crazy, but I, and in certain moments I caught myself shallow breathing, especially if I was doing desk work or super focused on something, which then would lead to anxiety and I could feel that anxiety and that would then lead to muscle tightness as well, having that shortness of breath. Also, if you have heard anything in pop culture about the vagus nerve, so the vagus nerve is a nerve that connects our brain to our gut. And there are certain things we can do to help stimulate the vagus nerve in a positive way, but we can cut off um, that, that nerve when we are constantly in our fight or flight mode. We can also have changes in our menstrual cycle and our hormones, which men can also have changes in their hormones. And by the way, a lot of this information I just pulled, you can find on American Psychological Association. I'm going to link them below in the link that I pulled a lot of that info because I always want to have strong data backing the things that I say on this podcast. So I'm not just telling y'all random info that makes, you know, that's just bullshit because I'm not here to give y'all bullshit info. That's not what this is about. So when you're in a moment or state of chaos, let's say you are a mom and you have a job, and you have a dog, and you have all these errands to run, and you have a husband that's hungry, and you need to make dinner, but you also have a crying baby, and it's just like, oh my god, there's so much going on, and you almost don't even know where to start, and that can be any of us in any of our lives without being a parent. We can all be caught in a moment like that. I'm not a mom yet, but I do know I've had plenty of those moments where I had too much on my plate, and it's like, where do I even start? I'm overwhelmed. First things first, pause. Take a deep breath in and focus on a slow exhale. You can even do a method of box breathing, but I, I really think just in that first moment of overwhelm, you catch it, you notice it. It is always about awareness. Find awareness first, like, oh my gosh, I feel overwhelmed. Okay, notice the overwhelm. Notice that overstimulation. Notice the chaos in your life. Step two, breathe. Take a deep breath. Fill the lungs, fill the belly, exhale it out. 
I'll usually do, I won't even do that many rounds of it. I'll maybe do two to three rounds and really, really focus on maybe eight to nine count exhale. And on the exhale, I've really focused on relaxing my shoulders, relaxing my body and reminding myself that my body is safe. My body is okay. And if safety feels too lofty right now, maybe there's something else, something else you choose that helps you find that calm. Maybe it's something like, even admitting everything feels like chaos, but I can work through this. Finding some sort of phrase that you can say for yourself in a moment of overwhelm. And I would choose that phrase before you get to that next point of overwhelm. And another thing you can do if you have a little more time to focus on it is implement a sensory test, the 54321 coping technique, which is oftentimes used for anxiety. You point out five things that you can see, five things that you can bring your attention to, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you smell, and one thing you taste. Bringing yourself back into your body, back into the present moment can do a whole lot for you when you're overwhelmed and thinking about everything else. You're thinking about everything else but yourself. You're out of your body. You're overwhelmed, overstimulated. When you come back and ground yourself, that's where you can start to find a little bit of peace to pull you back in so you can then next navigate your your next move. And I will say, I do understand that sometimes we maybe don't have a second to breathe and maybe we do have to push through that chaos. But when you have that next moment, that next chance of when you can find your calm, these practices can come in super handy. I also personally personally love something called the stoplight meditation. It's actually something I learned from Janae Iko. I was watching an interview of hers a couple years ago, and she talked about how this was one of her favorite forms of meditation. And what it is, is when you're sitting at a stoplight, oftentimes we might want to pull up our phone or just kind of distract ourselves, focusing on anything else but the present moment. And when we're driving in our car, we can constantly be go, 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 overwhelmed, overstimulated because we just want to get to where we are going. And then all day we're like wishing we could have a second to breathe when we didn't realize we could have a second to breathe when we were at that stoplight earlier because there's nothing else you can do at a stoplight except sit there. All you can do is sit there and wait. And so at a stoplight, you have a choice. Do you want to be overwhelmed and mad at the person in front of you that they're not turning right when you need to go right because they're going straight and that's annoying to you? You can be mad at that person, but you can't control that person. So what can you control? You can control just allowing yourself to be right there where you are in the moment and trust that you'll get to the next place. But that's not the meditation practice. The meditation practice truly is just kind of coming back to our senses. So thinking about what is around you, what can you see? Maybe you're enjoying the song or, hey, you're listening to my podcast and you're just taking in that moment and really listening in. Maybe you take a sip of your coffee, sip of your water or tea that you have in the car and really enjoy the notes on your palate and just take in the moment. Stop rushing and just breathe. Breathe and appreciate you have one minute, maybe two to sit there because you have no other choice but to sit there. So might as well make something of it, you know. Other things that can help us when we are overwhelmed are affirmations. As I mentioned on the previous podcast with Jennifer Palevo, 
with affirmations, sometimes we can say other things like, I'm so rich and I am the most beautiful person in the world. Like, no, 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 no. Don't say things that don't feel believable to you. You don't want to gaslight yourself into something being true that's maybe not true. What you want to do is focus on the small things that are true or even just neutral things. But for me personally, the affirmations that I enjoy that I'll share with you guys is I remind myself one thing at a time. I can chip away one thing at a time. And then as an adult, (laughs) I've learned it will all get done because it has to. (laughs) As funny as it is, that one actually helps me a lot. It will all get done because it has to. You have, sometimes you don't have a choice, but to get it done. So we can sit there in freeze mode. And sometimes we need that moment to freeze and breathe. And then we do the next thing to chip it away. Next affirmation. I can do it all, just not all at once. I can do it all, just not all at once. I can be a coach. I can be a trainer. I can be a manager. I can be a mom. I can be a wife. I could be all these hats and all these different things. And I can be a friend and I can do a podcast and I can, I can do so many activities, but I cannot do them all at once. I have to wear one hat at a time. So sometimes that does mean compartmentalizing or compartmentalizing your day, putting blocks of time in your day for certain activities that you need to get done and putting timelines on things that can help. Or it's just knowing what season you are in your life. What is that season calling you to do and be right now? Maybe it's not calling you to be the entrepreneur because that's not what you need to be doing right now. Maybe you need to still be doing this other job that helps you with the other things that you need to accomplish in that season of your life. And then maybe in the next season, you can start launching your business or whatever your next project is that you want to work towards. You can do it all, just not all at once. And then for me, the most important affirmation that I believe in is I am safe. I am safe. I listen to a lot of crime shows, y'all. So yes, I'm going to bring, you know, up and down here. We're going to make it fun. (laughs) I listen to a lot of crime shows and I have learned that crime shows does cause me more anxiety throughout the day. Why I love them? Well, I love psychology and I find people fascinating. However, that then causes me to have more anxiety and weight that I carry throughout the day because Nashville can be a little scary and I hear about the things that happen to people around here and just in this world. This world can be a scary place. Scary things happen in this world, but this world is not inherently scary. Bad things do happen, but this world is not inherently bad. It's all about how you frame it. And again, you can totally disagree with what I say, but that is just what I have to tell myself in order to get through the day. So you can totally disagree with me. That is okay. I just, again, have to tell myself, but I know horrible things happen and it is, it, it's heavy. It's heavy stuff. And that heavy stuff can be part of our overwhelm and part of our chaos because we can't carry all these things on our own. We, it's really hard and heavy sometimes. So that's why it's important to when we are overwhelmed about the outside world, we have to come back into our inside world. What can we do in this very moment? What can we control? What can we not control? We can still advocate for other things and for other people but also how can we take care of ourselves along the way? Another affirmation I truly love is I am right where I need to be. I am right where I need to be. 
yes, I have these dreams. I have these goals. I have these things I want to accomplish, but I am right where I need to be in this moment. And every time if I'm am dwelling on the past or I'm fixated on the future. My head can be in the clouds sometimes. <laughs> and I think it's important to have our head in the clouds. I think it's important to reflect on our future and reflect on our past and how it's affected us. However, then how long are we going to dwell? How long are we going to fixate on things that haven't happened yet? When we come back to ourselves and come back to the present moment, we realize This is a moment that we once dreamed for. We once wanted to be right where we are. So we can just appreciate that. And if we are in a hellhole right where we are, well, we can just say, well, one time, one day we won't be in this hellhole and we'll just look back on it. Like my friend and I, when we lived in a cockroach infested apartment, that did happen to me. And um, I just remember thinking, I can't wait to say we can laugh about this one day because this sucks. (laughs) And one day we, we laughed about it and we can laugh about it still to this day thank god and I woke up with cockroach on me though too to wrap up that story so it was it was pretty awful (laughs) talk about a chaotic time there were roaches running around in my sleep that was that was not a fun one but you guys didn't want to hear that (laughs) also I want to add other things that we can do when we are overwhelmed we can call a loved one we can call a friend call someone that is a great listener. Maybe call, maybe don't call someone that's going to make you feel worse about how you feel in your situation because that definitely can happen. Know who you can call on. And if you don't have someone that you can call on, that's where a therapist is good to have or a practitioner that we trust and that we can confide in. Also, if you don't like a therapist, get a new one. You can shop around for therapists. That's totally fair. Saw three different therapists before I chose the one that I have now. So just keep that in mind. Most importantly, how can we prevent these states of chaos? What can we do in our lives right now? What can we control in order to prevent ourselves from tipping over into a panic attack or tipping over into a state of overwhelm where we freeze or constantly live in that fight or flight mode? And the first step is practicing yoga. Practicing yoga, I know sounds, oh, just stretching. No, no, no. It's not just stretching. Again, it's coming back into our body. It's doing something good for ourselves. And it's sitting with ourselves. And my favorite pose, Shavasana, that you lay in at the end, it's giving yourself permission to tap in, to assess how you're feeling. And the best part about yoga is it's not about how good you do yoga. There is no good or bad about yoga. Yoga is neutral. Yoga is about the oneness between your mind, body, and soul connection. Yoga is whatever you want to make it, to be honest. And second, you can meditate. And sometimes meditate doesn't mean laying down for 10, 15 minutes and breathing, although I think that is absolutely great and fantastic and you should try it and and don't even start at 10 minutes, start with five. But also mindful practices like the stoplight meditation and just doing little things in your life, being more present when you pour your cup of coffee and instead of turning on the TV, maybe you go and sit outside and take in a breath of fresh air or you read a book, something that you enjoy doing, doing little things that bring you joy. And then adding in some mantras in your life. told you some of my favorite mantras, but finding what mantras work well for you that you can always guide your brain back to when you need them. And also just use them throughout your day. Just think about those mantras. Uh, Put post-it notes around your house. 
And then unplug from technology. Unplug from technology. TikTok man can scoop us away for an hour before we even know it. Something I really want to do. I haven't done it yet. I will let you guys know when I do this, but I really want to set a timer on my phone for every hour. Just do it for a day and see how I use that previous hour. And it's not about necessarily pro- productivity, but I, I truly want to see how, how, what am I doing with my life? If I want to be taking care of myself, did I really just spend that last hour just dicking around on my phone? And I do think we can dick around on our phone and not beat ourselves up for it. Like, please do. But also, you know, if we did want to go on a walk for that day or do something better for ourselves beside being swooped away at our phone, can we do that? And then, of course, getting out in nature is a great thing to do, whether it's going on a walk, gardening, maybe kayaking if you live near the water, going on a run or a biking, go, just doing any activity that brings you back to nature and, and helps ground you. And another activity that doesn't mean being outside, but I love cooking. For me, cooking is very meditative. And I know cooking can take a lot of time, but for me, it's the chopping and putting something together and doing something nourishing for my body. That's a form that just helps me focus on the present moment because if you're not present cooking, you can't chop a finger. Totally done it. And lastly, doing things that make you feel creative. That is super important. And we do that all the time as kids. We might paint, draw. I always loved putting together like houses and I build these things out of paper from my poly pockets and create a little world for them. We did all these creative projects as kids and I, I was a songwriter too. So sometimes we forget to be creative and just to do things just to be creative, not because we need to produce something for this world and make money off of it or whatever the world is calling us to do. We can do something just for our own pure enjoyment. And don't forget that. Don't forget that. It's super valuable. Movement for me is a form of creation. Putting together a yoga flow is a form of creation. So it's finding what is creative to you that you enjoy. And again, it could be cooking. It, It could be anything. Other things that can help us for chaos prevention include creating a self check system. So creating a check and balance system of How much are you giving away of yourself? How much are you pouring back into yourself? What's draining in your life? What's fulfilling in your life? Navigating those things. I recently did that the whole month of January. I was purely focused on what is working for me, what is not. And that truly helped create space in my life. And I am in a much happier space the last few weeks as I've been focused on doing things that are more fulfilling and less overwhelming. Also having a boundary check boundary check with ourselves if it means if it means how much time you're spending on technology and are you getting what you want out of technology or not boundary checks of are you doing the self-care things that you want to do taking an account rest and time off are you giving yourself time off are you using your time off if you are given time off please use it please use your time off your time off is given to you for a reason because We can get burned out from our jobs and getting away or having time away from our job can really help us want to come back feeling refreshed and feel more calm at our job when we just give ourselves a little bit of time. And then are you sleeping well? How are you sleeping? 
Also, I want to add that breathing exercise I mentioned earlier helps me a ton when I sleep. I will do a box breathing method. I'll do four seconds of an inhale, four seconds holding. Then I do a nine count exhale, slow, slow, slow exhale, hold the exhale out for four. Then I repeat breathing in for four, hold for four, exhale for nine, hold for four, repeat. I was taught that actually by a dietitian in in college when they were asking about my sleep. And that practice has helped me so much. I am someone that falls asleep within 10 minutes. Uh, Very rarely do I get a racing brain anymore. And I have developed certain mantras that I'll tell myself when I do feel that racing brain. I just have to tell those thoughts like, hey, I hear you. It's okay. You can you can sleep now. Don't worry about those things now. Just just you can go to sleep. <laughs> I think I know that sounds so easy. Like I, it's for, to, for me, it's easy. And I understand for others, it's not that easy. But I it's because one, I, I prioritize sleep and I know how important it is for my body. But I've also developed this relationship with sleep too where I can allow myself to sleep. Some people just don't allow themselves to fall asleep. They're more focused and fixated on all the things they have to do the next day, or they're overwhelmed by the present day that they don't allow themselves to, to relax, to fall asleep. We're allowed to rest. We're allowed to have peace in our lives. I want you guys to be able to feel peace in your lives and feel that calm in your lives within the chaos. (laughs) So yeah, it's also assessing like, are you overworking? Do you have relationship problems? Just addressing those pieces of your life are also super important in our pillars of health because they do have a massive effect on us and even our nervous system. If we're in unhealthy relationships around chaos all the time, that affects our nervous system, which then affects us on a physiological level, sleep, gut health, all the things I mentioned earlier. It's about trying something and seeing if it works for you. And again, that's what this podcast is all about. So anything that I've mentioned today, it's about trying something and seeing if it works for you. So please, moving forward, I hope that you can find some calm in your chaos. I hope any of this helps. If you have any feedback for me or any questions about it, please let me know. Also, if you listen to this podcast, please hit subscribe. Please share this podcast. I'd love for you to share it. I really, really appreciate you guys listening today. I know it was just me, but I hope you all can get better sleep and start to find some calm and peace in your life. Many blessings from your bubbly badass.